Good morning, church and friends of the church. It is early in the morning on Sunday, the 15th of March, 2020. And, and this is a very strange morning indeed. Uh, I'm here in our sanctuary at Valley Forge and ordinarily we'd see Art Henry over there starting to warm up the keys. We'd see members of the choir starting to filter in and warm up their voices. Not long from now, we'd start to see the faithful coming in through those doors and warming up their seats in the pews as we prepare to worship together in the way with which we are all quite familiar and have come to appreciate deeply. Um, but as we know, this COVID-19 virus is changing all that for now because of our faithfulness and love for neighbor and practicing social distancing. We are not all coming to gather together in this place in the normal way. In a lot of ways, this COVID-19 season is forcing us as a congregation and so many other brother and sister congregations in our town and in this region, in our nation, and in the world, um, out from their places of normal and into a season in the wilderness. We want to reflect on that together as a church during this uh, season of our life together, uh, knowing that God can use all of this circumstance to more profoundly shape us as a people of faith for the sake of all that God is seeking to do in and through us in King of Prussia and in the world around us. Uh, stories of the people of faith being in the wilderness are all throughout the scriptures and all throughout our spiritual history uh, as the people of the one God. Abraham, Moses, Israelites in exile and in exodus, Jesus. And in our more contemporary spiritual heroes, the stories like Mother Teresa, wilderness is a key theme within the formation of the faithful. Now, wilderness doesn't just mean trees or desert places. It, it means isolation an isolated and deserted place. Wilderness is a disconnection from what is normal. It's a disconnection from our normal relationship with and engagement of God. It's a disconnection from the ways that we are normally engaged with and connect with each other as the people of faith. It's a disconnection from the normal ways that we engage and are in relationship with the world, the community around us. And it's a disconnection from the normal way of being our own selves. It's a disconnection from the normal. Now, this time in the wilderness leads to perspective. And that perspective leads to different understandings of these relationships that we have. Abraham, Moses, Jesus, the Israelites, Mother Teresa, after times of isolation in the wilderness, they understood God, they understood their fellow 
people of faith, their fellow country persons, the, the world around them, they understood their own selves differently, and it became a turning point within their lives. The, the trajectory of their life, the narrative of their lives change after being in the wilderness. Times in the wilderness are critical to our spiritual growth throughout our lifelong Without wilderness, Abraham doesn't leave home in faith to become the patriarch of the people of faith. Moses doesn't lead the people out of slavery. Without the wilderness, the Israelites don't learn to trust in God as a foundation for their whole identity. And maybe they go running back to the familiarity of slavery in Egypt. Without uh, wilderness time, what becomes of Jesus? We don't know a whole lot about his life before 30, before he went out into the wilderness and disconnected from his normal patterns and way of understanding God, his fellow Jews, the non-Jews around him in the world, and his own self. We know that the wilderness was that turning point. When he came out of the wilderness, that's when the good stuff started and the ministry of Jesus started to reshape the world. Mother Teresa, uh, the major turning point in her life didn't come as she was sitting in Calcutta teaching children as she was. It came when she went away from Calcutta on an extended retreat in the covenant convent somewhere else. And she came back seeing the world, seeing God, seeing herself differently. And, and her most inspirational ministry began. Without the wilderness, the church gets stuck in one way of understanding itself, one way of understanding and connecting to and relating to God, one way of understanding the world around it. We are in the wilderness now. We have been forced into it by the circumstance of this virus. We cannot relate to God in the way that we are used to. We cannot come here. We cannot come and engage God through the music that we are used to with art and the choir and our hymnals. We cannot come and sit in a familiar posture, in a familiar seat, surrounded by familiar sights. We cannot relate to each other as this church in the way that we are used to. We cannot relate to the world around us in the way that we are used to, as we are asked to participate in community health by disengaging um, physically from others. And in the midst of this, I imagine that this all feels very confusing to all of us. I know that it does for me and for my family. We just keep walking around saying, this is so weird. This is so strange. I, I don't understand myself in the same way in these circumstances as I would on a normal day. This, the fact that I am talking to myself and my camera on my phone feels very strange. We are disconnected 
in an unusual way. But we're not wholly disconnected. We just need a shift in perspective in order to understand how in this set of circumstances we are yet connected to God and to one another and to the world around us and connected to the true heart of who we are in our own self. So we ask during this season, how will God use this disconnection and the perspective it brings to nurture new understandings of these relationships in ways that lead to new seasons of faith, bondages to the past being broken, new relationships with the world around us being forged for their benefit and not our own, and a new season of intentional ministry on the other side of this time of quarantine, like the ministry of Jesus after the wilderness, which challenged the brokenness of the day, which challenged the preconceptions and hastened the world toward love and peace. What will our wilderness lessons and experiences be? We have no idea. That's the hard part. This could be two weeks as we plan, or it could be a more extended journey through the wilderness. We just don't know. Lord willing, it won't be 40 years. <laughs> in the wilderness. But however long it is, we trust that God will help us to stay connected to one another and that God will provide the manna from heaven, however that materializes for us. And so, off we go into the wilderness with our eyes and our hearts and our minds and our spirits as open as possible to the lessons of the wilderness. We are invited to pay attention. To pay attention to how we can be in relationship with God during this season. No, we cannot all go to church as we are accustomed to. But we can always be the church no matter where we are. God is with us. And we are yet connected to the love of God as love, uh, God's beloved children. And so in our daily comings and goings, what kinds of prayer and practices are going to keep us grounded in our connection to God? Pay attention to how our relationships with our fellow Valley Forge Presbyterians can become in the midst of this season. No, we cannot find each other in our normal seats in the pews and sit down beside one another in this space to connect. But how can we connect in relationship through different means and in different ways during this season? Who can we call, write, email? Who can we love and serve? Who needs a grocery delivery or a doorstep delivery of meals or baked goods? Or who needs a quick 
conversation through the storm door. We're invited to pay attention to our relationships with the people in our neighborhoods. Much like um, how a big snowstorm that we never got this winter can slow down a whole neighborhood and, and put people from that neighborhood out in closer connection with one another because we're not all running in a million different directions. We wonder how this time of being in the wilderness together might give us a unique opportunity to connect with our neighbors right where we live. So who can we go check on? Who can we help? Who can we bless with an act of kindness? Who needs groceries or meals or baked goods? Who needs help with their trash cans or their landscaping? Who needs a quick conversation through the storm door? How can we use this time to forge and nurture our relationships with our neighbors, the neighbors we are called to love? And finally, we are invited to pay attention to our own sense of self. If we cannot, during this season, be churchgoers, then who can we be? What does it mean to be us if we can't do the things that we normally do? If our normal gatherings are suspended, if our normal meetings, if our normal business either here at the church or out in your vocations, if that's all suspended for now and we don't have an obvious to-do list, then what does it mean to be us if it's not to step through the normal? What does it mean to be in your place? Not in this place, not in the places you might ordinarily go each day, but in your place, God with you, knowing that you have love and time and gifts to offer to the neighborhood around you in a way that you wouldn't ordinarily have. What does it mean to be you in this different and unique set of circumstances? These are the questions of the wilderness. And may God help us all to not waste this opportunity to let these questions shape us more fully into the people God is calling us to be. So friends, be well, stay safe, keep your hands to yourself, wash your hands a lot, only go out if you absolutely have to. If you're concerned about a need for things like groceries, reach out. And those of us who are going to be out there anyway would be happy to grab them for you and drop them on your doorstep. Stay connected. Stay connected to God. Stay connected to one another in the church. Connect to your neighborhood. And spend time more deeply connecting with yourself. And we trust that God will use this time, however long it lasts, to shape us for our good and the good that God seeks to do through us.
Take care, and I will be uh, releasing more reflections for our consideration throughout this season, however long it lasts. And friends, let us pray. Let us pray that these social distance measures effectively slow this virus and help to protect and spare the most vulnerable in our neighborhood and in our state and in our world. Let us pray for those who have been infected, that they might find healing and wellness. Let us pray for those children for whom a disconnection from the normal means a disconnection from school breakfast and lunch programs that are sometimes their only meals of the day. Let us pray for those adults for whom a disconnection from the normal means a disconnection from a paycheck and the work that allows them to pay their bills and make ends meet. Let us pray that our whole community is transformed by this time in the wilderness together and that we might emerge with different understandings of one another that are built on mutual belonging, compassion, and the sharing of the self in love for the sake of the common good. Now may God bless and keep you during these trying times, and may you know the goodness of joy and peace even in the midst of the wilderness. Take care and be well.